everyone. This is Dave DeBow with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in from Austin, Texas, we've got James Kandasami. How are you doing today, James? Hey, I'm doing very well, Dave. Thanks for having me on your show. My pleasure. So James is a very accomplished real estate entrepreneur who focuses on the multifamily space. He's done some amazing things in a relatively short period of time. He's also a best-selling author, and he knows a thing or two about multifamily and raising capital for doing big deals. So looking forward to jumping into that, James. So first of all, just the big picture. From what I understand, you know, you, you haven't been doing real estate for a super long time, but you've done a super job with what you've been doing in a short period of time. So you've built up a significant portfolio over the last five years or so. Is that correct? Yeah, we started single family in 2013, but multifamily where we raised money and all that is 2000, end of 2015. So probably 2015, four so to five years. Yeah, about five years since we, at uh, the time that we're recording this. Yes. Why did you sw- Why did you decide to switch from single families to multifamily investing? I think single family is an awesome place to start, but I think scalability is a problem. And I think single family, you know, you can work, you know, very hard to find deals at below market value. And, you know, you can basically get good deals, get good cash and cash return. But the power in commercial real estate, such as multifamily is, uh, you know, you, you just can't find it in single family, right? The power of where you can add value, value add, you can increase the NOI and you can basically to uh, cash out refinance and you know at the same time uh, your back end upside is just so much just because you have built up that equity so you're basically it sounds like you're doing a burr with multifamily properties is that absolutely absolutely if you know the right term is burr buy rehab refinance and repeat right so that's what we do in multifamily space which is a big space and big money as well and yeah. i started i started burr with the rentals and single family okay and then he decided you saw the light. You said, "Hey, let's do this on a bigger scale." So, so between yeah. 2015 and now, mm-hmm. what what does your portfolio look like? Our portfolio is almost 130 million dollars asset under management, and this is like me as a single GP. All everybody else is sort of passive investors, and uh, almost 1,700 units across nine apartment complexes in Central right. Texas, Austin, and San Antonio. So you focus just on that market area right now, is that correct? Yes, yes. We focus on one one market because we are vertically integrated company, which means we have asset management, property management, you know, money raise, everything is just my wife and I are the one who's doing this whole thing. So we are vertically integrated and it's important that property management companies focus on one sub-market because there's so much of sharing and market knowledge that can be utilized. Well, that and that's interesting, James, because I see a lot of people, especially when they're getting into the space that you're in, they've got buildings and spread across multiple states, which, I mean, they're, they're going after the, the good deals, but you've got to create a whole new team every place you go. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you guys are focused on one market, so therefore you've got very, very specialized market knowledge. Plus, you've got your team set up already. You don't need to create. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, market is hot right now, right? Even during this recessionary period, uh, apartment uh, investing or even single family investing is very hot right now. Hmm. So you need to find some kind of value proposition on why you are different from another buyer out there. And if you're another guy who just coming out from out of state and trying to buy a deal in another state, right? 
you're just another another buyer right but if you are a local guy who knows the local market who are able to optimize your operation to you know to squeeze all the juice out of an investment you have a, a different value proposition right so that's important i think that's why we focus on one market well it makes a lot of sense but you talked about the importance of being a local guy do you have any mm-hmm. challenges james because you don't look or sound like a good old boy from texas <laughs> <laughs> i'm not <laughs> absolutely not so has that so how do you how do you get in there and and very quickly let people know that that you are a mm-hmm. local guy? Or yeah, you- well, I mean, uh, people are. I mean, I think people judge you just by the knowledge that you bring to the table and yeah. by your credibility and your track record, and you build that slowly, right? I mean, starting up was really really difficult, right? I mean, not because I'm not from Texas, it's just because you're a newbie, right? Mm-hmm. When you're an EB and you're trying to deal multi-million dollar deals, I mean, which broker is going to listen to you, right? Yeah. Which broker is going to risk a hundred or two hundred thousand of his commission to some new guy who's coming and saying that he want to buy, you know, apartment complexes, right? So nobody will do that. So we, when we started, we started by by buying off-market deals where we went direct to the sellers and we bought direct from the sellers with our brokers involved. So once I have one deal. Then I'm known by a lot of brokers in the market. In fact, a lot of brokers start calling me, who are you in this market buying some of the deals that we want to we wanna broker, right? Because they, they lost commission. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, are you doing, what are you doing to steal these deals? <laughs> what is, hey, we need to steal because we are newbies, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the track record and credibility makes a difference when you start talking to brokers and start talking to sellers, uh, you know, even, through, even when you go through brokers. All right, James. So very interesting. I want to I want to dive in a little bit more about that transition from single family homes into multifamily because a lot of our listeners are there. They're thinking about making that transition. They don't know how to go about it. Most of them. Well, just let me know what was how big was the first multifamily that you bought off market? Well, how many units was that one? Forty forty five units. Forty five units. So yeah, most people are going from a single family home to a triplex. Probably <laughs> home to forty-five doors. So, just walk us through how you were able to make that leap so quickly. How did you? How did you? Were you taken seriously by the seller? And how did you finance that first big deal? Because that's a pretty big deal. Sure, sure, sure. So, first of all, when you are single family, I mean, we are like thirteen single family before we jumped to multi, multi-family, 13. right? Thirteen, yeah. When yeah. we had it, right? we have like. Yeah. We have like two right now, right now. So which we are selling as we as we time pass by. So first of all, you have to set your mindset that I am gonna go big. Mm-hmm. Don't think about triplex or quads or you know buying five units or six units because once you go above five units, you you go into the commercial space, right? And that's very important. So first of all, is a mindset. Second is you have to be able to do syndication where you raise money from others for the down payment, right? So you are the the primary uh, driver on this seed, which we call syndication. And you have to convince a group of passive investors to give you money so that you can go and buy these bigger deals. So that's the second part. And so you have to learn the syndication techniques, what are the legalities and how do you raise money and all that, right? So, and third is, of course, you have to, to make that leap, you, you know, to convince people to invest with you, you have to tell people that, what have you done in single family? Why are you different, right? Because there's a lot of people out there want to go big and why they should be giving money, right? So is there a mentor behind you, right? So all that counts in to give them that confidence and 
that allows us to buy, uh, you know, from buying $100,000 houses, we bought, uh, you know, almost one and a half million dollar, 45 units multifamily. So the one and a half million dollar, that first big deal, 45 units, 1.5 million. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing you, you needed to raise, well. 430,000. 430, but then the renovation costs too, weren't there? Oh, that was all included. Oh, that was all included. All right. So that's yeah, we got an 80% loan and I mean, the, it comes with the rehab uh, included in it. 80%. 80, 80% of the loan was also included in the loan itself. So we did a draw and that basically gave us only 430000 to do the rehab. The rehab was only like 300000 something, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, it was like five years ago. So so that first deal raising the $430,000, how many investor partners did you have in that? Four, four investors. So about 100000 each? Yeah. Some investors invested more. Some The lowest was 30000 The biggest was like 170000 now, those first investors, were they people that you already kind of knew, had a pre-existing relationship with? Yeah. Yes, yeah. We, have pre- we use something called a 506B, which is basically friends and families. And that's why we say when you're doing even a single family, you have to tell people that you are doing single family. People, people are, wow, this guy is so cool, right? So this guy is doing things that other people don't do, right? And a lot of my investors, that four to five people that I have in my first deal, they already, they already made their mind when I was telling them my single family story. Nice. And if, you, if you are doing multifamily, let us know. We will jump on it. Because they're already like impressed with you on your yeah. single family story itself. I mean, that's how you build reputation, especially if you're working really hard on your single family. I'm sure a lot of your single family investors also work very hard on their single family, but you know, they probably didn't think that one day I need to go big. One day I need to tell people that that's what I'm doing. So when I find my first multifamily, I told this, you know, maybe like 20, 30 of my, of my friends that I already know. I have four people said, okay, I'm going to come in immediately. So it was sub- subscribed within two hours. So how did, you, how did you initially figure out what you needed to do legally to structure this to stay compliant with the Securities and Exchange Commission? Well, I, have a, I have a mentor who, give, who walks me through on how to do the paperwork. I mean, of course, a lawyer does it, right? But it's very simple. Now you have a profit split. The lawyer will, usually the SEC lawyers will be able to tell you, you know, what kind of a legal document that you have to do. It's pretty simple, what you call a simple process. And uh, we already know the legalities of the syndication model. And so we just followed that when we get the deal. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Fantastic. And is that pretty much the same model that you've continued to use over the last, you know, five years? If you had 1,700 doors now, that that was your first 45. So you got 1,655 more (laughs) to go (laughs) in the next four years, right? So we bought 45 units. And then the next year, we bought 174 units, right? And then we went, uh, the third deal was 115. It's almost like eight months after the second deal. And after that, we buy like double, double deals. We usually buy like 400 units together, or 700 units together. So that's how I was able to do. I mean, my last 2019, we bought uh, 300 plus another, I don't know, maybe like around uh, 800 units in one year. It's crazy, right? I mean, sometimes I don't even think about it. Because <laughs> yeah. no, if you think back now, uh-huh. Your mind, your context has grown, has expanded so much. I mean, mm-hmm. going from single onesie twosie houses, hundred grand each or whatever it was, mm-hmm. forty five mm-hmm. units, 
now hundreds of units all in one fell swoop. And you're at the point where it doesn't seem like it's big, a big deal. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. That's why you have to talk to people like me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because you sometimes you, when you talk to people like me, I mean, I'm not bragging myself. I mean, I'm just saying you have to talk to people who have already done big things. Because we, we say it as though it's not a big thing. So it may not be, a, you may think that, oh, that's maybe achievable, right? Yeah, if, you, yeah, if you talk to someone who's doing a triplex, you may be thinking that's my next step from single family, right? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm not bragging myself. I'm just saying that you have to look for people who have done bigger things than you to grow to that to the well, other. And, and it also depends a little bit on your market. So, for example, mm-hmm. you know, you getting a 45-unit building for 1.5 million, that would get you maybe a triplex in mm-hmm. some cities in in some bigger city like Toronto and Canada, Vancouver and Canada. You could that'd be a single-family home. In some places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy, right? I mean, I, I live in Austin, which is a much more expensive than San Antonio. And I had the same thoughts that what you were saying. And Austin was like, a, what, a, maybe, you know, single family houses were like 100,000 at that time. And, and you know, someone told me, why not go to San Antonio, buy like a $50,000 house? I said, San Antonio is too far. Then he said, well, if you're going to make like $40,000 of equity, why not you just drive? That that hits me like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm actually being lazy of not driving one and a half hours yeah. to get that $40,000 equity, right? I just want to buy in my backyard, right? So sometimes they are good deals if you drive around like two hours from your place and you just have to work harder. Yeah, no, that's exactly. exactly. <laughs> so you went from that first deal, you had your first four investor partners. Mm-hmm. Now... $1.5 million deal. Now I'm guessing that once you're into the 400 unit, five, 700 units, now mm-hmm. you're talking much, much, much bigger numbers. How have you expanded your investor base since then? Are you focusing more on accredited investors? What, what, what does your raising capital side of things look like nowadays? So we started with four investors. Right now, we have like almost 220 investors that invested in uh, invested $35 million total in this 1,700 unit. So the thing is, what has changed in our capital raising? Uh, nothing much has changed. We really we do a really good job on each of these deals. I mean, as I said, we are vertically integrated. We work really hard on each of these deals. And that's what propels anybody out there, right? When you focus on one deal and you're doing a really good job and you give really good return to your investors, the list keep on growing because they start telling everyone else, hey, there's one guy who's giving extraordinary return. So the word spreads, right? So, and people believe someone who referred you, right? Uh, rather than someone who listened on Facebook or you know some, some random media, right? So, and that's how we have been growing. We just grow by word of mouth and even though recently I've started doing a lot more marketing of myself because I think, you know, people just need to get that opportunity to invest with us. But, you know, it has been organic and by word of mouth and by doing a good job on your you know, deals that you own and, you know, showing that sincerely to your investors. And of course, you have to communicate very well to your investors, right? So, and I do really good job with the communication with my investors. Mm, excellent. All right. Fantastic. James, time flies when we're having fun. If people <laughs> want to find out more about you, find out about your book because you've got a best-selling book, Passive Investing in Commercial Real Estate. First of all, how can they get the book? And second of all, how can they find out more about you? 
Sure. This book was launched like 12 months ago. We have sold almost 2,000 copies. It's listed as one of the top 15 real estate investing books by by Jim Cramer, The Street. So if you want to get my book, go to passiveinvestinginrealestate.com, passiveinvestinginrealestate.com, and you should be able to get my book over there for free, actually. So, I mean, there's some small processing fee, like $3 something. But you should be able to get that book, which is being sold at $19 something in Amazon for, for free on my website. So passiveinvestinginrealestate.com. If you want to get hold of me, my website is achieveinvestmentgroup.com. Achieve is like A-C-H-I-E-V-E, achieve, like achieving a goal. Achieveinvestmentgroup.com. There's a link called Invest With Us. You can go and click and fill in your information and you should be able to get hold of me through that link and be in my passive list as well, just to get to know us and get to see some of our deals and build a relationship with us. Perfect. James, thank you very much. And congratulations on all you've accomplished in a relatively short period of time. Awesome, Dave. Uh, It comes with a lot of hard work. (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks for having me on your show. My pleasure. All right, everybody, take care, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.